got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. And in today's video, we are going to be talking about a critical moment in the history of Bitcoin. As you guys know, over the last two weeks, Bitcoin has been in a major uptrend. We rallied all the way to $42,000. And in this video, I need to show you that Bitcoin is sitting above very important support right now that it desperately needs to hold if we want to see this rally continue. There's one final zone of support if this one that I'm about to talk about breaks, but we don't want that to happen. We want to see Bitcoin continue rallying. So we're going to be going over the Bitcoin technicals today and be talking about what might be happening next on Bitcoin. We're also going to be talking about Ethereum because EIP 1559 has finally launched. It went out about four hours ago. Officially, we're going to talk about what impact that's having on the price action and where it might drive Ethereum next. And we're also going to be talking about how the CFTC and the Securities and Exchange Commission are getting into a custody battle over who should have jurisdiction over Bitcoin. We're going to leave that for the end of the show, and I'm probably going to make a video on it this afternoon. We got a lot to talk about in today's show. I'm really looking forward to it make sure to hit that like button if you haven't already follow us on our social medias over at crypto jeb on instagram and twitter and at crypto jeb official on tiktok i am joined as always by my co-host and your president kind of crypto tam how you doing tam i'm doing good uh you know still in the hunt for that uh under armor sponsor so uh, i saw that yesterday if we know a guy if you guys know a guy let me know we're on the hunt uh, for all kinds of sponsors if anybody wants to sponsor the show listen, i'm just know. saying if under armor said tim we got you I would You're be an Under Armour mascot right now. I you love Under Armour. It is I, yeah, a phenomenal clothing stuff. brand. It is. It I is. have a bunch of Under Armour so. stuff. You got a hat on? You got a shirt on? Do you have like I Under think, Armour I pants on? I think my on? pants are Under Armour. Are they? Uh, the shoe, I do have Under Armour shoes I normally wear out today. I'm Under Armour makes shoes? shoes? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they, they made shoes. Stephen Curry shoes. Shut Under up, Armour's. Smay. I haven't introduced you yet. We're also joined, as always, by our mute producer, Smay. How you doing, Smay? I'm sorry, that was abuse. We will make sure to make amends after the stream. Hashtag free Smay, I agree with you guys. We are working on getting him a microphone. I swear this is not a gag that we're pulling. This is not like a like a running gag that we're trying to set up. We actually just... It's becoming one, though. It's becoming one, though. Yeah, whether yeah. we wanted it to or not. Yeah, that, it wasn't intentional, but yeah. that that's what is happening. So, guys, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to go ahead and jump onto the Bitcoin chart because I have so much to update you guys on. There's so much going on right now on Bitcoin that you need to be aware of, and I'm not going to hold... Hold uh, back on showing you the critical moment of Bitcoin that we're talking about right now. It is quite simply the 20 daily exponential moving average. It's sitting right here, and I'm going to be talking about for the next few minutes about why it's so important that we hold this level. But first, let's get a bit of a history lesson. During bull markets, Bitcoin, generally speaking, will hold above the 20 daily EMA. Now, it won't always hold above it. We will sometimes fall beneath it a little bit. As we go into corrections and as the market cools off, as we should, we need to see Bitcoin having corrections because when we don't see Bitcoin having corrections, that's when a massive cliff dive happens and you jump off a cliff and you pull back 60 or 70 percent. We don't want that to happen. We want Bitcoin to remain healthy, so we need corrections. But in general, during bull markets, as you could see for the beginning of this bull market as well, Bitcoin, generally speaking, stays above the 20 daily EMA. But right now, we're threatening to pull below it. As you can see, the last 24 hours, 
numbers on Bitcoin have been quite bearish. In fact, we have a rounded top formation here on the hourly chart where Bitcoin tried and failed. And we hit up, up, up uh, Apergee up here and we pulled all the way back to where we started. We are currently sitting above a very important level of support, not just the 20 daily EMA, but also the level of support of $37,500. Remember about a week ago when I was talking about this, Tim, you remember us talking about this? Mm hmm. I said that we have support in between 36,500 and 38,500. I think we're going to go somewhere in the middle, and I said it's possible that we could go back down to 36,500. Right now, we are sitting above this support that we set back on the 27th of July, that we set on the 4th of August, which was yesterday, and then now we're testing it today. The question is, do we hold this level, which is also in alignment with our 20 daily exponential moving average, or do we break further to the downside? Well, the good news is here that like I showed you earlier, during rallies and uptrends in bull markets, you do sometimes break below the 20 daily EMA. Just because we break below the 20 daily EMA does not mean that we are out of the bull market, that we are done with this rally. But the concerning thing is we really didn't get that far. Sure, we rallied from 29,000 to 42,000, but we didn't get anywhere near back to all-time high, and we're far from confirming a new bull market. We're in a, we're in a dangerous and decisive moment right now in the history of Bitcoin, and if we don't don't maintain above the 20 daily EMA and we start going too bearish, it's very possible that the sentiment could shift bearish and those bears could take back the control that the bulls have briefly rendered from them. That is the topic of discussion for today's stream. But the good news is, even if we do break the 20 daily EMA, we have some very important levels of support that I actually drew on our chart yesterday. I showed these for multiple different reasons. I, I came to this conclusion on these different levels for multiple different reasons. We talked about how the VPVR maximum is sitting right here around, uh, what is it, $33,800 is the VPVR maximum. So we went ahead and drew that level of support right here. We also talked about how on the daily chart, the 50 daily simple moving average is sitting right here. So I went ahead and drew that at 30. Uh, 34,800. And then there's also another level of support at 34,300 from the Fibonacci, which I'll go ahead and show you right here. Fibonacci retracement gives us support. Uh, sus- a uh, support level. I uh, had a broken record moment there for a second, excuse me. And that's sitting at $34,300. So we have a very strong zone of support being made up by many different levels of support down in between uh, $33,800 and $34,800. If we break 20,000, excuse me, the 20 daily EMA, then this is our zone that we are looking at. This is our price target. If we start breaking further to the downside, then we should be expecting another 10% drop. I don't want that to happen but I'm going to be honest with you it's kind of what it looks like right now not only do we see that we're sitting right above the 20 daily EMA and we're losing momentum on Bitcoin we're seeing the Google Trends search volume go down quite a bit I'll show you that a little bit later we're also seeing that over the last two days Bitcoin has formed what we call a bearish engulfing candlestick formation what this essentially is this green or bullish or upwards candlestick right here is smaller than the red candlestick that followed notice how this red candlestick is sitting below the open price of the previous green candlestick candlestick. This formation which we saw the opposite of right here, this is what's known as a bullish engulfing candlestick formation, can oftentimes mean that we're either continuing in the downtrending direction or we're reversing from an uptrend to a downtrend. We're already in a downtrend, so this is indicating we might be continuing. Not only that, guys, we also see, uh, well, the TD sequential isn't that important right now, but what I do want to show you is Lux Algo, because I don't, because right now, Lux Algo is still flashing a buy signal, but literally an hour ago, while I was planning this stream, uh, we saw this flash to a sell signal. 
So Lux Algo is right on the very cusp of flashing a sell signal on Bitcoin. If we go just a couple hundred more dollars to the downside and close that daily candlestick, then we're going to see a sell signal coming out of Lux Algo. And remember, guys, Lux Algo is one of the most powerful indicators that I've ever used. Look at this. It perfectly called this top. It perfectly called this top. It called this entire correction over here when we had a sell signal show up back in mid-May. Lux Algo doesn't play around. Now, there are some times it's not going to give perfect signals. It's not a crystal ball and you don't want to treat it like it, but it should be paid attention to when it gives a buyer a sell signal. And right now, it looks like it's on the very edge of sell, of showing a sell signal. So guys, if you want to learn more about Lux Algo, we actually have an entire video on Lux Algo in the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. It's right here in our Technical Indicator section. You can see it. I just made this about a month ago. It's not even that old. Uh, if you want to learn more about Lux Algo, you can check our link for uh, the sign-up link for Lux Algo, but also for CT2A, where I'll teach you how to use it. Let's go to chat really quickly, see what you guys think. I got a little bit more to dive into here on the Bitcoin TA. Some more uh, conclusions that we need to draw, more things that we need to talk about. But first, I want to see what Chad is doing. And by the way, if you haven't already, make sure to smash that like button. I think we can get to 500 likes here in the next couple of minutes. So make sure to go ahead and hit that. Tim, what do you think is going to happen here on Bitcoin? Because this is something I was concerned about. We were thinking, okay, maybe the bottom's in around 1,500. Uh, 1,500. That's the number of people watching. Around 33, uh, around 30, what was it? Uh, 37,800. We were thinking that that might be in. Uh, but it looks like now that that might not be so sure. What do you think about that, Tim? Where do you think we're heading? I yeah, I, it, so just as much as it's not sure that we are gonna that we've already hit the bottom, it's also not sure that we haven't hit the bottom. Yeah. all we corrected Absolutely. back down to was the exact same bottom. Yep. Uh, so we shouldn't freak out and be like, "Oh no, we destroyed that level of support, and now we're going back down." Uh, it it could be that way. However. Uh, there's still a lot of signs pointing bullish. For example, all the fundamental on-chain analysis we've talked about pretty much all week is yep. the same. Nothing changed. Absolutely. It's not like we all of a sudden said, oh my gosh, never mind, we're not seeing outflows anymore. Now we're seeing a bunch of inflows yeah. and people just dumping And we're actually going to be, I don't crypto. know if you saw it in the stream planning, we're actually going to be talking about some of those on-chain yeah. metrics here in a little bit. So make sure to stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, so the other thing I would say is we are, you know, we got to see, we got to see this finish the downward motion but it is looking like we are starting to form bullish rsi divergence on the four hourly chart um so that's another positive sign the macd is one that is not you know i would say that one points towards bearish that's why we're about to talk about yep uh but you know when you combine all this stuff again i didn't get to talk about it yesterday it was one of the things i want to discuss this this recent correction makes it a little bit different, but if you go back and look at what Bitcoin did on the 4-hourly chart back between the dates, let me look real quick. I know I talked about them yesterday, but I want to make sure I get the dates correct. If you back and look at what it looked like between the 5th of November of 19, so back in 2019 through the 18th of January in 2020, we also were in an accumulation phase that happened right before the massive disease that cannot be said uh, yeah. made the price go down. But if that had not happened, uh, we were, that resumes right back into a big bull, uh, bull run. Mm -hmm. The market looks, it's not identical. It's very similar and it played out the accumulation phase and it had a little correction back down to a former level of resistance became support similar to what we're looking at right now. Like that level, oh, I just messed with something I wasn't supposed to, that level that we came back down to, uh, of like 37,800, somewhere right in there. That is a former level of resistance if you go back and look on the 31st of May, the 10th of June. We use that level as resistance. That's a common thing in Wyckoff accumulation phase is that when it's on its rally, rally it goes up, hits a sign of strength, which is what we hit 
uh, that 42,500 or whatever back on the 1st of August. We come back down to a former level of resistance, which now we've turned into support. It's playing it out exactly as it's supposed to. Yeah. Now, if it goes down below it, that's a, a slight deviation. And one of the things that Wyckoff is super clear on, he says these things never play out perfectly. So when yeah. someone says this is falling Wyckoff perfectly, there's no such thing as falling Wyckoff perfectly. It's a it's a method of yep. long-term analysis. Yeah. You can't call each and every single top, each and every bottom, mm-hmm. but it's it's that long-term. It is playing Wyckoff. It's following the phases perfectly. Mm-hmm. Maybe not each price action perfectly, but the phases perfectly. So I'm not in a I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh no, is this would be mm-hmm. wrong. Is Bitcoin not going to rally anymore? I am still very, very confident. Yeah. We are going to be seeing a $50,000 price on Bitcoin very soon. Yeah, no, and I agree with you, by the way, Tim. And I want to make that clear because we are talking about the bearish side of this. But that the reason that we're doing that is because we want to give you both sides of the story so that you can come to your conclusions on your own. So let's go ahead and wrap out here. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap out the bearish side of this. And then we're going to jump into the bullish side of this. One of the biggest bearish indicators on Bitcoin right now is its MACD. The MACD is quite bearish, and it's looking like we're going to have a bearish MACD cross as quickly as tomorrow. So that's something you want to pay attention to. There are several different technical reasons why we might be about to drop below 37500 Whether we do or not, though, I still think that we're in an uptrend. For Bitcoin to create a lower low and to officially start going back into a downtrend, we would really, realistically, need to go all the way back down to 29000 I don't think that's in the cards. There's so much interest on Bitcoin right now that I think that Bitcoin is in a healthy state, even if it is having a deep correction. Look, I warned you guys about this a week ago. I said, we just rallied for 12 days straight. We need a correction, and if we don't get it, it's going to be bad. I said that every single time. I say, we need a correction or it's not going to be good. Everybody, Not everybody, but someone in the co- in the comments or the chat's always like, no, Jeb, you don't know what you're talking about. Bitcoin's going to go to $50,000 tomorrow. You're crazy. I've been here for four years. I've been doing analysis on this market every single day for over 1,000 days now. Bitcoin needs corrections. This is healthy. This is not something that I think we should be concerned about, and here's why. We just saw a very interesting thing happening on an indicator that is little talked about on the channel, but is very important. It's called the hash ribbons. And I can't draw, I can't jump into everything the hash ribbons involves right now. It has to do with the mining of Bitcoin and the hash rate and everything that we've talked about before. But the point is, whenever it shows a buy signal, represented by these blue lines right here, typically it's a pretty good indicator that the market is about to rally. I'll go ahead and draw a blue line here just to prove it to you on the last four buy signals. And the last four times we saw a buy signal on hash ribbons, rally, rally, rally bull market. We should be paying attention to the hash ribbons, and it's an indicator that I want to start looking into even more. It is converging very similarly to how a MACD indicator would converge, and it looks like we might be about to see a bullish buy signal in the next couple of weeks. If we do see that, that's going to be a longer-term indicator that over the medium term, we might be headed to the upside. Now, here's another thing to point out. And this is something I realized right before we started going live. This top that we hit right over here on the 1st of August is the exact same top that we hit over here on the 8th of January. Here's a question, and I'm not going to go into too much detail on it right now, but doesn't that kind of look like a shoulder line on a massive head and shoulders pattern? I'm not going to go into too much detail on that right now. I don't think the market climate is in a position where we should be expecting us to drop back below 30000 but it is a question for you to ponder. Now, let's go to full screen. Let's discuss this a little bit. I have several more on-chain and fundamental indicators that we want to talk about, but I want to see if there's any questions, any super chats, or anything we need to address in chat. Do we have anything crazy going on over there, Tim? Um... You mean like super important? Any, any super chats? Any? Let's go ahead and read those super chats. Yeah, let's read the super chats. Like I said, they're not necessarily 
pertaining to what we're talking about, but they're important. Uh, Matt C said, Jedi Knights, may the fork be with you. Sorry, couldn't resist. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, you, Matt C. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Matthew Priestley said, need help. XRP transfer. Exodus to Coinbase wallet. Exodus support confirms transaction completed with correct addresses but does not show in Coinbase wallet. Coinbase not replying to emails. What do I do? Honestly, I have I I don't know. That's uh, you that. know, somebody commented to him saying, you know, Coinbase stopped XRP transactions when the lawsuit started. So I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's Ooh. you know, that's not something that I you know, be at this point, you know, people ask Continuously, so in, in case anyone's out there still asking this question, no, I have not got any XRP, so I have not had to deal with that. Uh, but if that is true, Matthew, that's pretty rough. Um, yeah. Hopefully, the good news is, is hopefully that lawsuit is coming to a close soon. You know, in, in which case, I would like to think that Coinbase will reopen it and allow you to move. But yeah, I don't know. Sorry about that. Yep. Next one from Kenneth Gardner saying. <sighs> I'm assuming this is one billion, but one B USDT transferred from un- yeah. I'm assuming it's one billion. One billion USDT transferred from unknown wallet to Binance. Hmm. Interesting. Big buy coming in. Very well, maybe happening. <laughs> Guys, we got a few more on-chain metrics that I want to talk to you about, and the first one shows up over here in a CoinDesk article, and this is something that is quite important on Bitcoin. This is relating to Bitcoin's active supply, and if you're interested in this, make sure to smash that like button. We very much appreciate everybody who does that. Roughly 33% of the total Bitcoin supply was moved on the blockchain over the past six months, according to data from Glassnode. Shout out to Glassnode. We're still trying to get sponsored by you. If anybody from Glassnode is watching this, we would love to go into business with you because you got great indicators. Anyway, the chart below shows the per, uh, the percent of active Bitcoin supply, which could be a potential indicator of the holder's mentality. I totally agree that it is. The more people are moving Bitcoin, the more people are trading Bitcoin, the more people are probably going to end up be selling Bitcoin. I like to see this number be very, very low, and I'll show you why in a second. Bitcoin's active supply is the number of coins transacted at least once over a given period of time. The supply metric declined from a recent peak in April, which coincided with a top in Bitcoin's price of around $63,000. Lower active supply Supply suggest investors are holding their coins, which further reduces the total supply available to be sold. You can see here on this chart from Glassnode, if I zoom in here, uh, you can see this number has dropped substantially. The amount of active supply on Bitcoin has gone down by a couple dozen percentage points. So what does this mean? This means that less people are trading their Bitcoin and more people are hodling their Bitcoin. This is a good sign. We want to see this happening. The more people are holding onto their Bitcoin and not doing anything with it and locking it up, one, the more stable the price is because less of the cryptocurrency is in uh, circulation. Now, you could make an argument that if there's a lot of cryptocurrency being locked up, then it's going to drive down the liquidity, which makes the markets easier to manipulate. That is a fair argument. I personally have found that the market seems to be a little bit more stable in price when we see that there is quite a bit less of the Bitcoin that is in existence on the market itself. But the other thing is, the more people are hodling, the more people are believing in the long term, especially the medium term. That's really what we're talking about of Bitcoin. By the medium term, I mean, I mean like the next two to 12 months. When people are hodling Bitcoin, it generally speaking means that people are very bullish on the next two to 12 months. I think that we are. And it seems like based on this and based on the inflow outflow metrics that we've talked about, that people are very excited for the what Bitcoin is going to be bringing over the next couple of months. And I think they have a good reason to be. Let's go back to full screen really quickly. I need to check the article. I have an interesting story here. 
Uh, this is coming from Ethereum. So that's pretty much everything I have on Bitcoin right now, guys. Let's wrap that all up in a nice, neat bow. Bitcoin is in a critical decision phase. I talk about this quite a bit. Every two, three, four weeks, Bitcoin finds itself in a place where it very much needs to make the right call. We very much need to do something to make sure that the market does what we want. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But the point is, what happens in the next couple of days is probably going to dictate what happens over the next few months, especially if we do manage to drop below 33,000, which is our major zone of support in between 33.8 and 34.8. Bitcoin is sitting right above that critical level of support, right around $37,000 at the moment. If we don't hold that, then we have exactly one zone of support beneath us, 34,000 to thir- uh, 33,800 to 34,800. If we don't hold that, then we have a big problem on our hands because this rally that we all got very excited for could be coming to a conclusion. But as we talked about, the good news is the fundamentals are incredibly strong. The number of people in the cryptocurrency space is vast. The number of institutions and whale wallets buying Bitcoin is enormous and Ethereum, I think, is going to play a part in all of this. We are going to talk about EIP-1559 now and the Ethereum price because, as you know, EIP-1559 has finally fully launched. And someone said in chat earlier that it only launched a few hours ago and already 163 Ethereum have been burned. That's a lot of money. That's a very good thing for Ethereum. And we're going to talk about why. But first, let me make sure nothing crazy is going on in chat. With no, any new literally, super chats? the happening. No, no, no new super chats. Everyone in chat is oh, yeah, asking for Ethereum new ones. Yeah, there's a couple of them. There is. Oh, a, okay, I, okay. He did post them a couple. Uh, well, the, one of them I knew it was just a donation from Mikey BRS One. He just donated. Thank you, Mikey. Thank you, Mikey. Ivan Bayes. I didn't miss that one. Sorry. Coinbase let you send and receive XRP. Make sure that if you are sending XRP to Coinbase, add the tag Coinbase provide. Good to know. Yes. Good to know. Yeah. So what were they saying in chat? No, every, people have been asking about Ethereum. So uh, we are jumping to Ethereum. If you yeah. like that, show us how much you like it by hitting the like button. Like it by liking it. Guys, yes. if you're enjoying today's stream, smash that like button. T- uh, Smay, what is the Turtle TA saying on Ethereum right now, even before we get into it? I don't have a mic. You don't have a mic? Okay, well, you got to, like, gesticulate to us. Like, what do you... What? I don't... Not having a mic has not held you back the last couple of days. It has not held you back. Turtles. Turtles. What is the turtle... That, that, that's not an answer. Come on, we need something more than that. <clears throat> the turtles say... Well, I'm inclined to agree. The Turtle Whisperer. The Turtle Whisperer. He's the Turtle King, everybody. Uh, I'm. In, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's an inside joke that's been going on for the last couple of weeks. Um, and Smay is low-key actually a turtle. You did, You might not have known that, but he is actually a turtle, and that's why he's we a, done he's a hybrid. Like, he's a hybrid. A, a hybrid between an ape and a turtle. He's like, have you seen the? Uh, have you seen that show? Um, and you know what? It is the perfect combination of. What? And someone pointed out in chat. He is Bowser. Like he's Bowser. Bowser is Snake. Okay. It has been revealed. Okay, well, I didn't know that we were going to go ahead and let the world know about that, but it's like, have they you guys found seen out. They figured have, it out. Have you guys seen that Netflix show, Sweet Tooth? He's like one of the hybrids from that show. Have you not seen that show, Not Tim? one time. It's a really good show. It just came out. Okay. Anyway, enough rambling. Let's go ahead and jump on to some Ethereum, because Ethereum is in a very different position than Bitcoin is right now. Bitcoin is in danger of moving too far to the downside, and Ethereum is in danger of moving too far to the upside. Let's explain. Over the last, let's see here, 16 days, Ethereum is up 56%. 
And that is a very good thing for anyone holding Ethereum. I am of the opinion that a large portion of this rally was in uh, response and in anticipation, I should say, to the EIP-1559 launch, which has now happened. We've talked about over the last couple of days how EIP-1559 burning 70% of the new incoming supply of Ethereum is basically a halving event for Ethereum, which we've seen happen on Bitcoin before. Whenever you see a halving event happen on Bitcoin, we've seen three of them now, you almost always go into a massive bull market. That's a 50% reduction in supply increase on Bitcoin. Here on Ethereum, we've just seen a 70% reduction in supply increase on Ethereum. I think that Ethereum over the next couple of months, if the rest of the market uh, allows for it, could be seeing a massive run back up to $5,000 in just the next few months. I really could see Ethereum going over 5k by the end of the year, and I think that we're going to be at 3,000 here in the next couple of weeks, maybe even the next week or so. There's quite a bit that we need to talk about here on Ethereum, but a lot of it actually doesn't show up on the chart. Some of it actually shows up over here on Etherscan. Ethereum.org has a little bit of a history of Ethereum. I'm not going to go into all of this, but you can see here that the London hard fork did go ahead and go through this morning at midnight UTC, which is over in London. I believe it here in the Eastern Standard Time, it happened around uh, nine o'clock this morning. Not nine o'clock this morning. I think it happened. I don't. When exactly did it take place? It was earlier this morning. I think it was around five or six a.m. You guys can tell me in the chat. And it's had an interesting impact on the Ethereum price. We've talked about how there's probably going to be a buy the rumor, sell the news event. We've seen over the last twelve hours. A dip in Ethereum. Now, the Ethereum, the uh, I don't have the number right in front of me, but the uh, EIP-1559 officially launched somewhere in here, and pretty much as soon as it did, we saw a pretty big dip on Ethereum. In fact, depending on where you measure it from, we've seen anywhere between a 4 and a 7% correction on Ethereum just in the last 12 hours. So the question is, what gives? I thought Ethereum was supposed to be very bullish because of EIP-1559. I thought a 70% drop in the supply increase of Ethereum was supposed to be a great thing for the tokenomics of Ethereum. I thought that Ethereum was supposed to explode from this news. This has been the big news in the space for the last two weeks. Let's explain. So there's something that occurs very often here in cryptocurrency, and we're actually thinking about starting a new show to address just this topic, where we will get very excited as crypto enthusiasts about a short-term news event. And then what happens is that the price moves, and we're happy, great, and within a week, we've forgotten about it. And then sometimes we see a major fundamental development like El Salvador adopting Bitcoin happen, and then we forget about it. A lot of times we get so caught up on something the day it launches or the day that it's announced, it's out of our mind a week later because Bitcoin and cryptocurrency moves so dang fast. I mean, even right now, looking at Ethereum, Ethereum is exploding over the last hour. Like literally mm -hmm. right now, over the last hour and nine minutes, Ethereum is up 5%. It's moving on the minute chart. On the minute chart, as I'm speaking, the last two minutes, it's up at 1.3%. This is what I'm talking about. Cryptocurrency moves so quickly that oftentimes we forget things. And it's really important that we make sure that uh, two weeks ago is not ancient history, because it's not. There are things that have been happening on Bitcoin and Ethereum that are incredibly bullish. And Ethereum uh, Improvement Proposal 1559 is a good example of that. The price action is moving to the upside right now, but whether it moves to the upside or not, I want you to remember that EIP 1559 is a great thing for the long term. If we put it this way, 
If you guys have, Tim, you've seen the Star Wars movies, right? I, mm-hmm. I think Greg. Yeah, uh, Greg insulted you ultimately yesterday. Yeah, what did he say? He literally was. He he said like every time we talk about Star Wars, he's just like, "Can we please not?" Oh yeah, he's he like, has, I he just hasn't seen out. a single movie, and he also hates it. So Greg, if you're listening, uh, sorry, but I'm you not need to go about watch Star those. Wars. This yeah, weekend. so in the very first Star Wars, there's the there's uh the time where they're like trying to jump to hyperspace, and Han Solo's like, "If we miss by point." Zero five degrees and we jump into hyperspace we could end up in a star right because a very tiny change over the course of a long period of time or in that case a long distance in space very small change can make a very big difference that's exactly what we're seeing here in cryptocurrency we're seeing a lot of very small minute changes like el salvador adopting bitcoin or eip 1559 coming out or uh amazon allegedly adopting Bitcoin. That came out as not true. I think they're full of it. I still think Amazon's going to be in Bitcoin in the next two years or blockchain, maybe. Uh, We've seen Tesla talking about it. Over the last year, especially, we've seen so many little miniature incremental changes and every single one of them was big and then it launched and everybody forgot about it. You remember four months ago, four, five, six months ago when Michael Saylor got 1,200 industry executives in a room together and they talked about Bitcoin for two days? We, We forgot about that within a week. That's a big freaking deal. You know how many industry executives he got in that room that are from Fortune 500 companies that now are thinking about Bitcoin? It takes a year or more to get a Fortune 500 company to do anything. We shouldn't be surprised that these major corporations are not in Bitcoin anymore. Or excuse me, are not in Bitcoin yet. They're coming. We've seen these little shifts take place. EIP-1559 is a good example. Sure, we might not see massive price action on the short term, or maybe we do, but we can't forget the long-term game here. We are playing a long game, and so many times we get caught up on what is our next move that we forget that there's an entire chess game ahead of us, and if we set the pieces in the right place, we're going to win even if we make the wrong move on the daily chart. That's what we're seeing on Ethereum and Bitcoin right now. Yes, they might be a little bit bearish. Ethereum, not in the slide. Ethereum is rallying like crazy right now. Bitcoin, sure, it might see a little bit of a correction, but we got to keep in mind those fundamentals because if we forget about them, it's going to be a problem. Anyway, I have another article over here from Cointelegraph. I want to read a bit of an excerpt from Traders Bullish on Ethereum After Hard Fork. On altcoins, Ethereum dominated the conversation and bullish forecast for fresh price gains while the ETH BTC pair is headed for its third consecutive green weekly candlestick. Ethereum's token could reach new local highs in the coming months after its latest successful hard fork. Um, Nonetheless, although among altcoins, Ethereum has exhibited excuse me, notable strength against Bitcoin and its hard fork London, referred to as EIP-1559, should catalyze performance further. For the short term, a chance to consolidate recent gains is on the card, say trader. I completely agree with that. I think that's what we're probably going to see. I'm expecting a short-term top to be happening tomorrow on Ethereum, Coindesk contributor uh, Michael De- uh, M- Michael Van de Pope told Twitter followers Wednesday. I've heard that name before. Van de Pope? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked, talked about, about yeah, him. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about him. Uh, yeah, but I totally agree. I think Ethereum is in need of a topping out the same way we saw on Bitcoin. Look, guys, the market's very bullish right now, but I do think we need to see some consolidation, and I think that that is ultimately a very healthy thing for Ethereum. So what happens next on Ethereum? Here's the deal. It's overextended. It's rallied stupidly fast. It's up 56% in under three weeks. Let nobody tell you that Bitcoin and Ethereum can't move quick because by God, they can. What I do need to be careful of uh, is getting too excited on Ethereum for EIP-1559, even though it's a major thing, and forgetting that, technically speaking, a market should top out right about now. On Ethereum, 
and I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about in the next few days. We are seeing that uh, Ethereum's RSI is sitting up at 70. It's very bullish. We're seeing that there's a MACD bullishness. Uh, that there's bullishness on the MACD. We're seeing that Lux Algo has a very strong buy signal. But just like we saw on Bitcoin, healthy correction is a good thing. With that said, let's see what chat's saying. We have any more super chats? Yes, oh we, gosh, guys, we have three thousand people watching. Let's get those likes up. Yeah. Let's see if we can't get to fifteen hundred likes. I know we can do it. And by the way, guys, look, I want to remind you what we stand for here because it's so very important to me. It's why I get out of bed every single day. I have a dream and a passion and a drive, and so does everybody here on camera and on this team to make your life better. It's our job to maintain our humility, maintain our integrity, give you both sides of the story, and bring you value. We want to make you successful in cryptocurrency by teaching you technical analysis, by teaching you fundamental analysis, by teaching you trading and investing. If that's something that you can get behind, if that's something that you want, subscribe to the channel and share this stream with a friend if you think it has brought you value. We go live 9.30 Eastern Standard Time every single morning. We haven't missed a stream in like a month and a half now. We're doing a lot better. We're doing very good. Anyway, go for it. All right, we got some super chats. Uh, let me see. I actually read those two. 1559 likes. That's a good call. Let's do that. All right, so I, I, I am seeing a uh, similarity in the name here. Drew Fletcher says, oh. uh, shout out to Zach. Thanks for the education, guys. Keep up the good work. Uh, Zach's last name is Fletcher, BT Dubs. Um, person related to Zach? Well, so remember yesterday how I blamed you for like commenting things in the chat? He commented again today. He says, hello, second cousin. So I'm assuming. Oh. Cool. Well, I knew go. it was a relation. I didn't know, you know, to what. But awesome. Drew, your uh, your second you, cousin's Drew. pretty cool. But, he is pretty uh, awesome. He's out there editing a course video right now. Yeah, uh, he's he's killing it. He is awesome. Uh, Chris Mo said another epic morning. Run with y'all. Have a wonderful Thursday. Thank you very much, Chris Mo. I couldn't thank you, Mo. How about that? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. That was rough. That's a knee slapper right there. <laughs> Alessandro the Cynical said, if ADA keeps up the momentum and launches smart contracts on time, where do you see it six months from now, ecosystem-wise, regardless so, of price? The thing is, with the ADA, smart contracts have already been pushed back. Look, I was talking about this yeah. on ATB on Tuesday with someone. I forgot who was saying it. It might have been Crypto Alon says. Uh, shout out to him. He's a good YouTuber. Um... Uh, da, 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 da. What was I going to say? Um, the, the number of times that deadlines are missed in crypto is really funny. And I get it. Crypto is a startup industry. I run a startup company. Deadlines are just, you know, they're kind of funny, really. Whenever you miss a deadline, it's like, oh, saw that coming. The, the thing is, it is actually a big problem for something that's worth $70 billion. My company is nowhere near worth $70 billion, but Cardano is. We need to be hitting these deadlines. So if ADA doesn't end up actually getting smart contracts out on time, I think that's a pretty big problem. Well, I can say the same thing about Ethereum. I can't say the same thing about Bitcoin because Bitcoin is perfect just the way it is. Not really, but it does need some updates. Anyway, the point is, where do I see it six months from now, new ecosystem-wise, regardless of price? Where do I see it? I see a lot more people building projects on it as soon as smart contracts are activated and as soon as Cardano... Um, has the foundations for what it's trying to do. There's a lot going on in Ethiopia right now. There's a lot going on on the Cardano blockchain. I think we're going to see a lot of development on it. I can't tell you exactly what it's going to look like, but I think people are going to be very excited for what it does look like. Yeah, I, I will say we talked about this a little bit ago. Uh, I actually am a little bit disappointed with Cardano because Cardano was seeming to change. Like Cardano was doing things before they said it was going to get done. Like I remember a couple months ago, there I can't remember what the exact project was, but they gave an estimated time of being finished. They actually finished it early, so they Beat released it. it early. Yeah. So I was like, gosh, this is going to be awesome. Look at and then yeah, then they announced that all the because they they told us in August all these smart contracts would be coming out, and then they postponed it. I was like, darn it. Cardano, like you were supposed to be different. Yeah. So uh, that's fun. But I think they will come eventually. And 
Yeah, this yeah, this stupid. Yeah. I, I you know I'm noticing Jeb. You and I will never know this because ours is muted. Uh, someone gave Smay a laugh track, and supposedly he's been using it repeatedly are you, are you throughout serious? the stream. Are you serious? So for those of you who wonder if Smay is muted, uh, he is not. He has full control. He has full control over everything. Too much control. Yes, Smay uh, is Smay is terrifying. His power is untold. <laughs> It's scary. We got a one from Abraham. I don't know why I'm trying to go crazy with the pronunciation. Abraham. Did I miss one? Abraham. I haven't seen. That must <laughs> the be the newest freak, one. Yeah. No, that's not the newest one. There's a bunch of them. Abraham uh, said uh, Ripple is already. Smay's over here laughing at me. I don't blame you. That was pretty funny. Ripple is already partnered with Amazon Web Services. I didn't know that. Google it. I will Google that. I didn't know Amazon was working with Ripple. That's a big deal if that's true. Uh, thank you very much for that donation, Abraham. Uh, Dom. Uh, Dome, I can't speak today. Dome, Dome 99. 99 said, how much is your bench press? Let's go around. What are our bench presses? Tim, we start with you. Uh, before Torn Rotator Cuff, uh, 405. 405, there you go. Four plates. I guess four plates, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's four plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's... Uh, I haven't tr- I haven't been working out recently. It's been about two months since I've worked out recently, uh, consistently. When I'm actually, you know, consistently working out, it's I think I can do about 185 on a good day. I'm pretty sure I could do that. Smay, what about you? What's your bench press? I haven't been pre- bench pressed in a long, long time. What? Well, what did you do when you did it? I have no clue. You don't remember? No. I bet. What do you think? He Too could much do? to count. I, I, think. I think he could do like a ton. I think he could bench press like an elephant on both sides. I think Smay's, Smay's a strong guy. He's unpredictable. So that's Smay the, is unpredictable. You never yeah. know. Yeah, uh, we also have Matt Wood donating two euro pounds. He said, uh, which makes more money, hodling or trading great work? That is a fantastic question, one that we've it talked about quite a bit. Depends. It depends. Yeah. 90% of the time, hodling is going to make you more money, though. I can say that much. Trading is a sport that most people suck at. It doesn't mean that you can't make a lot of money trading. It just means that you need to be very good trading. Tim, you can talk about this from an athletics point of view. 99% of athletes make basically nothing. And then the top 1% make millions. Yes. Is that about right? No, I mean, I wouldn't say nothing, but when you think about comparatively, like, okay, so for example, I think I was looking at the lowest paid athlete in the NFL. This number probably changed, but I think it was sitting somewhere around 200,000. Oof, he's In which struggling. case it's like, oh, rough. Poor no, guy. But like, in all guy. reality, it is low because they have a lot of bills to pay. They have to pay for all their own stuff. And yeah. the other thing is, I'm hoping that player got a great education in college and going to have a yeah. great job lined up afterwards. Because that's one thing is that we see a lot of these athletes get million-dollar contracts. And they lose it all. They burn through it, and they have nothing after yep. they lead the league. It's sad. So, yeah. But also, but what I was yeah. saying is like, yeah, the NFL, but how many people play football? on a weekly basis on a team, whether they're in college or they're in a in some kind of league. Like the the number of people that play football regularly on yes. some team and get and make nothing it's a good example of what we're seeing happen with trading. There's a lot of people that trade, but they don't get consistent in it. And because they don't get consistent in it, they never go anywhere with it. That's why we created the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy, actually. I'll show you right now. This is a course that we made. It has over 40 videos, and we talk about everything you need to know in technical analysis because I don't want you to be part of the 90% that doesn't make money trading. I want you to become part of the 10% that makes money trading and investing. And the way that you do that is by investing in yourself. I've always said, and I will always say, the greatest investment you will ever make is an investment in yourself. The reason I made CT2A was because I realized learning by Googling takes a very long time. What I wanted to do is I wanted to give our students a fast track to skip the 5,000 hours of self-education that I had to go through and have you caught up to speed in the next month because trying to figure out the answers to questions that you don't know to ask 
ask is one of the biggest barriers mm -hmm. to your success in crypto. If you want to learn from technical analysis, if you want to learn technical analysis from the same academy 5,000 people have gone through, including Tam over here, and Smay's gone through some of it, Sign up with the link in the description box down below. We have a full 14-day money-back refund guarantee if you think it's not for you. Drop a one-in chat if you've gone through it. We got a couple more super chats, and then I want to move on to our next story here. Yeah, we got one from Cloudhammer saying, I am super chatting to give back to Jeb some of the profits on my ETH long hey. I just won on. Yeah, and I go, Cloud. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what he's talking about is he took the course, and it is yeah. already profitable. Good. Uh, so <laughs> that was that nice timing, actually. Yeah, good deal. Thank um, you, Cloud. SEK said... He gave 50. I don't know 50. What, Simon Hansen gave 50 SEK. Simon Hansen? Why is it? It says SEK. Okay. SEK anyway, is, is, I believe, Swedish. Oh, his I, name must I'm be. I'm pretty like, sure SEK is Swedish Krona. Yeah, for some reason, the copy and paste is acted didn't have his name in it. So glad to know that Simon Hansen. He said ADA Light Purple. Swedish Krona, yeah. Sweet. Uh, ADA Light Purple seems to be going on next week, aka exchanges try out smart contracts on the chain. Let's go. Let's go. Hopefully that goes well according to plan. We need to see that rolling out if Cardano is ever going to be able to compete with Ethereum. So good deal on that. Thank you for the donation. Yeah. Uh, Fidel, the. Oh gosh, Vac Vacquarius Coriza Vacquariza? I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, but Fidel, I, uh, I know that one. What are your thoughts on Ave Link and Uni? Uniswap. Uh, all three of them. I am not the most familiar with any of them, but I do know enough to know that all three of them are good projects, mm -hmm. and they are probably worth investing in. Like I said, I'm not an expert on them, so I don't want to comment too much. But I do think they're good projects from what I know. Another one from Kern County Live saying opinion on RVN, which Raven mining profits are consistent. I'm not very familiar with Raven. Are you, Tim? No. I t I, I tend. It to was something we looked into a little bit ago, but it was it was one that like. I'm trying. I'm working. It's not bad. It's just not one that we were yeah. interested in getting. I'm working on learning more about some of these smaller cap altcoins. You know, there's so much time that goes into running this company and making sure everything is going well. So I'm trying to spend more time investing in uh, myself, learning some of this stuff. Opinion on Verge. I do know a little bit about Verge. Verge, I think, is a good product. Uh, project. Thank you so much, Christopher. Uh, Gregory Ward said, "What if we call Smay the Turtle Hermit? Then he could become Master Roshi." I do. I, I am I stupid? I don't get it. Is is Master Roshi? Uh, Smay, do you get is it? that the anything from the Ninja, Ninja Tur Turtle? I'm not a Ninja Turtle fan. I'm not a Ninja Turtle fan. Well, they got the the leaders of the the leader of the Ninja Turtles was Master Splinter. So That's maybe, true. It is Splinter. I, I wasn't a fan, but I, I now that you say it's that, Master I Splinter. Playing. You know, I see in Master chat people Splinter. people are are pretty much screaming. If, if people could yell, they would be yelling. Uh, Ethereum is blowing up currently. I think it is sitting currently at twenty seven sixty three. It is. Let's jump on that uh, chart. So that is a massive rally in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, guys, let's take a look at Ethereum here. We will continue talking about ETH because it's the big thing in the news right now. We are up six percent in twenty minutes. I know you guys are very excited about Ethereum, and here's what I will say on this. I think this is a very good sign. I think what's happening right now is the United States of America is waking up saying, oh my gosh, EIP-1559 launch. Let me go buy a bunch of Ethereum. Here's an interesting thing that I think might happen. Bitcoin is also rallying right now, and this was not, this was part of the stream plan. I'm glad that you guys brought this up, because I almost forgot to talk about it. There is a good opportunity for Ethereum to take charge here and actually be the one leading Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. There is an opportunity that if Ethereum manages to continue this rally up to $3,000, like we've said that it should, it could be the one leading the charge. 
Could Ethereum start taking back market dominance from Bitcoin and lead this rally similarly to how we saw happen last year? Last year, at the beginning of this bull market, we saw Ethereum and the DeFi projects and altcoins built on top of it were really the ones that started pushing this market to the upside. And then Bitcoin kind of followed. Could that be what's about to happen? I want to hear what you guys think about that in chat. And also, Tim, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Is it possible that Ethereum, not is it possible, is it probable that Ethereum, because of EIP-1550, all the hype around it could start leading the crypto space instead of Bitcoin. Uh, I don't think so. I think maybe, maybe temporarily. And I think what's really cool is that uh, I think it's really cool that it is flipping. If you look at the Ethereum over Bitcoin, it's actually going crazy right now. I think Chris in chat kind of pointed that out. He said we, it broke out of a pretty long and, and consistent uh, ascend. Uh, you know. Uh, Gosh, triangle pattern. What mm -hmm. do you got? Uh, symmetrical triangle pattern? Symmetrical. Symmetrical triangle pattern. Uh, so it broke up bullish out of that, which is common. You know, it came up bullish into that triangle pattern. It's now breaking bullish. Uh, I think this is a massive thing that could spike all of crypto before Bitcoin takes it back over. I, I was looking at a couple minutes ago, and I need to look at it again real quick, but I was looking high. at it a second ago. I was looking at comparing Ethereum and Bitcoin. So I was looking at the Ethereum chart. I compared. I laid Bitcoin over top of it. And don't get me wrong. Ethereum definitely is outperforming, but the thing is, is that like there's a moment where they separate, but they're still being actually semi-consistent with their price action, which I... I I would say Bitcoin is the leader on. Could Ethereum switch that and change that? They could. Yeah. But I, I'm hesitant. I know some people believe that's what it is. I think a lot of people in chat think that's what it is. I think let's give it a couple days before we just yeah. announce that that's actually what's happening. No, Ethereum's killing it right now, guys. Ethereum yeah. is now set in just the last couple of minutes. It's up 10% in two hours. Talk about the volatility in crypto. Guys, this is why I take education and technical analysis so seriously and why I think it's so very important for us to educate ourselves on cryptocurrency because... If you have an education in cryptocurrency, you can take advantage of movements like this. Guys, that's why we created the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. And through this, our 5,000 students have made a ton of profit working in the crypto space because they understand how to read the crypto space. You should definitely check that out with the link in the description box down below. Let's take a look at Lux Algo, though, down here on the hourly chart. Lux Algo dropped a buy signal at the very beginning of this. Look at this. I actually remember seeing this before the stream started. This buy signal happened pretty early on in this candlestick and would have been able to give you an idea that this big 6, 7, 8, 9% rally was coming here. Definitely interesting. We saw a sell signal and this buy signal flashed. Definitely want to check out Lux Algo. The link's in the description box down below. You can get 20% off with our code, by the way, Jeb, J-E-B-B, at checkout. But also... Yeah, setting a new local high here is a big deal. Let's take a look at some of our things out here on the daily chart. Mm, excuse me. Specifically, I want to look at the fact that we have seen, and this is really interesting. We actually saw a death cross happen just a couple of days ago on Ethereum. But now, in the next couple of days, we might be about to see the exact opposite happen and see a golden cross happen. So that's pretty cool. If Ethereum continues to rally here, that could be a sign that we're going to move to the upside. Looking at the VPBR here, I do want to point something very important out, and that is that $3,000 is a big level, not just because $3,000 is a big even. That is part of it. But also, above $3,000... There's almost no resistance. It's smooth sailing above that. We've gotten through most of the resistance. The same thing is true over on Bitcoin right now. And this is one of the points we were making earlier. We're sitting above major support right now. And there's not a ton of resistance above us on Bitcoin. We don't have any resistance until 46,000. On Ethereum, above 3,000, 
We ain't got nothing. And speculation can take over when it's easy to move the market. So it is something that we could see happening here over the next little while. We could very easily see Ethereum continuing to move. What is everybody saying and asking for in chat over there, though, Tim? What do you, what do you mean? Ask? I mean, a lot of people are... Everybody's are, talking they're about They're just it, in but. awe. People just rooting it on pretty much uh yeah by the way i, I don't know if you saw it jeb uh dasa's in chat i saw that yeah what's up shout dasa? Out to dasa shout out to dasa if you guys didn't know dasa was our researcher at one point and uh yeah smay is also trying to start a fight i think with people in chat oh my gosh Dragon what are you Ball doing smay because the reference the reference to uh what was the name of it again master roshi master roshi it's a dragon ball z reference i don't watch i don't watch japanese yeah, and, cartoons and smay is i just is, i just polarized half our audience there well, Smay beat you to it. You know? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what did Smay say? I, what did you say, Smay? Dragon Ball Z is lame. <laughs> oh, man, forget about politics. Oh Bring in the gosh. anime discussion oh of is what's going to splinter a community in cryptocurrency. Naruto's better, baby. Naruto's better. I've never seen either of them, and I agree with you. Just because one of my favorite YouTubers named Ethos Lab had a Naruto. Uh, no, he had a Kakashi costume on for like 10 years, his Minecraft skin. Anyway, we got some super chats. I'm my sure Minecraft they're... Minecraft skin's uh, Kakashi, too. Is it really? Yeah. How about that? Cool. Yeah. We got one from Christopher saying opinion on V, or sorry, I don't know if I said V, XVJ, uh, G, Verge. Uh, thanks for your great work with a lot of O's in Yeah. It. No, we actually read that one, but Christopher, opinion on Verge, uh, I think it's a good project, and I think it is something that you should definitely look into. I can't tell you every little thing about the fundamentals of it, but I think it's a decent investment. Uh, oh, yeah, we did read some of these. You're yeah, right. when we read Gregory Ward. Yeah, you're too. right, you're right, you're right. Um, sorry. Corey is the next one. Master yeah. Roshi is the old man with yes. the beard in DBZ. Yes. That's why I didn't catch that. I'm a nerd, but not that. I'm not a weeb. Uh, Brendan said, will Doge Ethereum Bridge eventually lead to a coupling and price action between the two? Doge Ethereum Bridge? I might be. That's a rumor. I, that was never. I don't think that's an official what, thing. What's going on with. There, what? was the, there was the big call. I, th I think it was Elon. Let me know in chat if I'm wrong or if I'm right. Elon was calling for a merge between the two. Uh, I remember that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. See, it, this is what I was talking about earlier about we forget stuff that happened a little while ago. It happens to all of us, and I'm just one of them. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, though. I would be incredibly surprised. Uh, Kenneth Gardner donated another $5. He said, here's some more money. ETH shot up so quick. I couldn't raise my take profit in time. Just made 50%. Could be worse. Hit that fire emoji, rocket emoji, 100 emoji, dollar sign and tongue emoji, like button. Absolutely, guys. Let's see if we can get to 15, 59 likes. That is our goal. Guys, we are going to continue talking about uh, something having to do with the CFTC and the Securities and Exchange Commission. I'm going to go ahead and push that into, day, into today's afternoon video. So if you want to hear more about how the CFTC and the SEC, both United States federal organizations, are arguing about who should have custody and jurisdiction of cryptocurrency. There's a divorce settlement going on on Capitol Hill right now. We're going to talk about that in this afternoon's video, and you're going to want to watch that because we are going to be talking about in that video the future of the regulatory landscape for crypto. And if you want to know how your crypto is going to be taxed and regulated, make sure to tune in for that video. It'll be going Going live 2:30 Eastern Standard Time today. Unless we have any super chats, we can go ahead and go over our price predictions and wrap it out here, guys. The next couple of days on Ethereum are going to be very, very, very interesting, and we're definitely going to keep you updated here on Coffee and Crypto Live. Uh, I don't think there's any new super chats. Let me see real quick. Someone was asking in chat, so I was responding to him. They asked how my uh, Doge bag was going, and I dumped that a while ago. You dumped that a while I, ago. I, I didn't ever get back to. I was my original plan was to wait till at least got back to what I bought it at. Never got there. I took a. I think 15% loss when I dumped. What do you lose? The like good five? news is I, I only put like, remember I had to put... Uh, you put 50 in, didn't you? No, 25. 25. I had to put 25 in. So Oof. I didn't lose a lot of money. It was a Oof. very minimal trade. What about Taylor and her... Uh, her uh, 
What does she buy? I have not checked. Moon, that is moon, true. Moon. Uh, uh, yeah. What? What was that one? Moon. Moon. Tell us in chat. I'm stupid. Moon. Uh, safe moon. Safe, safe moon. moon. Safe moon. She bought. I safe have not moon. checked in on her safe moon in a. While. I mean, she. I think she put fifty dollars into that one. So it's yeah. not, again not anything life changing. Hmm. Uh, it was. It was funny. How literally we had a whole conversation before the stream, and she's like, "Tim, do you think I should get into Safe Moon?" No, I go into the stream. We talk about it because that was the topic of the stream that day. We come out of stream. She's, she's like, "I went ahead and did it. Oh, I, I bought Safe like, Moon. Okay. Why?" Okay. Uh, in case you in case you guys don't know, Taylor is his wife, and she uh, she works here. If you guys are ever asking for customer service or anything, you're probably talking to Taylor. She's the one manning all of that. Corey donated another five bucks. Said Naruto is the better story for sure, but DBZ is the goat. How can it be the goat if the other one you just admitted? It was better. Get out of here. <laughs> Nonsense. It's a fair question. Oh my it's a fair question. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Another super chat. Brandon said, don't take this as me shilling, but Vitalik confirmed bridge plans with Doge dev devs on live stream. Hmm? I guess we'll have to go see that. I, I know he didn't yeah, shoot it down because the last thing I'd seen, that. he hadn't shot it down, which was, I was like, come on, Vitalik. We need to so, check into that. Yeah. I am hoping you're wrong, Brendan. Um, for, oh, for the sake of Ethereum. Oh, Dogecoin. But Why you do this? Well, Tim, I think it's time for prize predictions. I think I'm going to win this week. Actually, no, crap. With Ethereum mooning right well, now, I might it's, not. It's, it's all over the place now. Okay, so, It's hard. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ethereum, not that it had a massive correction. I think it just dropped. It was over 2,800. I was in good. Now it's back down to 2,780. Yeah. Uh, again, that's not anything major. Here's where we sit, though, currently. We have a little, we have like 23 hours left until these are final. On Bitcoin, Jeb's got the 41, the lowest at 41,500. I think that one looks good for you. Smay's the highest at 43,532, and I'm sitting dab smack in the middle at 42,000. I need Bitcoin to do math, and, and, and I don't think it's going to happen because traditionally on Fridays we see a slight correction. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping, I mean, there's some Fridays where we go up. It's Sometimes. just not quite often. It's not often. So I would say, unless something drastic happens today or tonight, Probably gonna see a Jeb win there. On Ethereum, this is where it gets fun. Mm. You know, uh, you have the lowest at twenty five eighty. Don't think you're gonna get that one. It's between me and Smay. It depends on what Ethereum does. Because Smay says three thousand, and I said twenty eight twenty six. You're close. So I'm in the lead at the moment, but obviously. We a lot can happen in twenty three hours. So we literally an hour ago, I was almost perfect. It literally jumped. No, it was at twenty five hundred at eight forty seven when I walked in this morning. The real fun one is gonna be Cardano because Cardano is sitting at a dollar thirty seven right now. We got Smay at a dollar thirty nine, Jeb at a dollar forty, and me at a dollar forty five. Come on, Cardano, rally! <laughs> this is an actual. This is a really interesting Announce race. Smart contract. This is one where literally it could be a split. We've never had like, that happen. You are probably going to win Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin's pretty yeah. safe for you, but I don't think either. I, I think at this point, it's a it, it looks closer like a Smay or Tim win, in which case if Smay wins, that's final. He gets to unlock the, the yeah. HODL trophy. Which is right here, by the way. So everyone be rooting for Tim. Uh, is it? Have we? We've never had a split, have we? A split, meaning tie. I win one, you win one, he wins one. We had one week we did that. We did? One week. We, yeah. we all won one. What do we do in that case? We, we just No one got anything. It? No Nobody one got anything. anything. So, yeah, it's fun. Cool. Yep. 
All right. Well, guys, like I said, we got some more content coming up for you later on in the day, and we got some cool stuff coming out over the weekend. And in fact, we have an interesting announcement to make, and I want to go ahead and show it to you. I will show you on my screen. We are going to be launching a webinar, and it will be coming out in 13 days on August the 18th at 3.30 p.m. If you would like to get in a Zoom call, actually, it's going to be a Demio call with me and 49 other people, I am going to be doing an exclusive teaching for the people that sign up before it starts, and you can join with the link in the description box down below. It is the top link, and we will be also doing a segment where I will spend quite a bit of time doing questions and answers. I'll bring you up on stage is what it's called Endemio, where you and me will talk for a little bit. We'll answer questions in front of all the other students that are there. We're going to do a lesson. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great time. Tim, I think you're actually going to be there co-hosting and, yeah, and bring be, up questions. Yeah, because the so whole thing is talk there, to me there will be Tim. a topic, but then there will be a massive amount of time for yeah. you to ask questions, and yep. I'm going to make sure to integrate which yeah, questions. That's how we're going to split it up. Is the first half of it roughly is going to be a teaching on my part, and then the next yeah. half of it is going to be uh, just questions and answers between yourself and me. And even if you have a question for Tim, you can bring it up with him. So make sure to check that out. The link's in the description box down below. You can sign up. There's only 50 seats available, and we're only doing this once for right now. This is yeah. something we're planning on doing in the future, but right now this is the only one. So those seats are limited, and they will go fast. We've got thousands of people that want something like this. We've had tons of people say, hey, Jeb, I just want to get in a call with you. This is going to go quick. I would not be surprised if this is sold out in like two days. So make sure to check this out. Links yeah. in the description box down below. Wrapping it out, we do have one last super chat I see that I don't think anything else, but from Alexander the Cynical saying, get ready for Trash Moon, a crypto project dedicated to shooting all of our garbage into space with rockets, the perfect coin for Elon to shill. Not really sure what that is. But. So I have a history in astrophysics, as you guys know. If we start shooting, I'm pretty sure he's joking, but I hope so. uh, if we start shooting all of our garbage into space with rockets, we would be screwed. We would be stuck on Earth because our orbit, our, yeah. our, the orbit of Earth would be so clogged with trash, you wouldn't be able to shoot anything into space anymore. Yeah, That's now, already a problem. The last thing I'm going to say before I give it to you, Jeb, to close out, make sure you guys go follow our Instagram, our Twitter, Do our it. TikTok. Again, we'll leave it up. If you guys want to see, we got one more day, we need to see this. If you want to see a Smay video this weekend where he does whatever he wants to whatever do. Whatever he wants. Much, make sure you go follow our our Instagram page to know that we, you guys want that. Comment on one of the pictures or videos or whatever that you want to see a Smay video. That way we know. Yep. That's what you guys want. So yes, indeed. And if I make a video, it will not replace Jeb's video. Yeah, well, yeah so there I'll will still be, be a Jeb video. video. It's not going to be replacing today. that. Yep. I'm recording Saturday's video today, so you guys will be seeing content coming out over the weekend. Guys, we got a lot of stuff lined up for you. We're moving into the new office in the next three weeks. We've got new sets, new shows, new content, new everything coming out. We have been working really hard behind the scenes, and I just want to, even before we wrap it out, let you know what our heart is here. We are followers of Jesus Christ, and we believe that we are on a mission to make your life better share the gospel, and also tell you guys about his love for you. If you have any questions about that, then you mm -hmm. can feel more than free to email us, support at CryptoJeb.com, because you are loved by your Heavenly Father, and we are here to support you, even if that's not something that you're interested in. That's perfectly fine. Whether or not you come to that, that is totally on. That is totally up to you. That is not us trying to push anything on you. We just want to make sure you know what our heart is. We care about you. We love you. We want to see you succeed. That is what we are here for. That's why I started this company, guys. I'll be honest with you a year ago when I moved into this office I was sitting on a fat stack of cash and I could have gone and bought a fancy car moved into a fancy house I didn't do that the reason I started this company and brought all these amazing people on staff is because it would allow me to better serve you I could have served myself I decided I didn't want to do that I wanted to serve you guys and the amazing staff that we have that backs up this show there's 10 people behind the scenes guys and they're working hard every single day to make sure we can bring this content to you we are eternally grateful for the help that you have given us by considering uh 
watching our show, tuning in every single day. So thank you very much for that. If you guys want to support our content here, we are supported by that Lux Algo affiliate link down below. It does help to keep the lights on around here and bring this content to you. And we are also, of course, supported by the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy, which is our product. If you guys want to learn more about technical analysis, and invest in your future, you absolutely should check it out. We've had 5,000 people go through it over the last three years, and because they've gone through that, they have learned so much about cryptocurrency, technical analysis, fundamental analysis, trading and investing, that they're making major changes in their own life. Check that out down below. Also, make sure to sign up for that webinar. I'm really looking forward to that. Before I go, though, guys, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always, and I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.